on News Talk ZB this Tuesday morning, the very 1st of March. Uh, my brother had COVID last week. Omicron struck him and his whole family, bar one child. Uh, he was asymptomatic, bar a dry cough and a tickly throat, all of which he said under normal circumstances he would have gone to work with. It lasted three days. Uh, he said he wouldn't even rank it in the top 10 of head colds. So from where he sat, he said it wasn't worth the fear and angst afforded it. I mean, I'm sure there are those gravely affected by it, you know, those who are unvaxxed or with underlying health conditions or immune compromised or, you know, elderly or maybe young children. But for the majority, it is so low key that the CDC in America don't recommend more than a five day isolation period. So my brother's view is that it's not worth the fear, the social dislocation, the decimation of tourism, hospo and international education. He doesn't see the need for what we've had in terms of an $80 billion debt blowout and the human misery, the massive toll on mental health and elective surgeries, uh, the condescending endless barrage of expensive overly researched slogans, made-up graphics and ever-changing frameworks and traffic lights. He saw all that as a bit of a waste of time in the end. I mean, this government is big on marketing. We'll give them that. Advertising, social media, it's a government steeped in comms. But actually light on substance. A lot of ads, posters and billboards, but not enough ICU beds health workforce manpower, PCR testing capability, rat kit procurement and distribution. I mean, no amount of teddies and windows and be kind motorway signs can make up for the fact that as feel good as they wanted our response to look, it actually fell flat in real hard data. The beds, the tests, the rats, the PPE, the staff. So now as we face the full brunt of our outbreak, what does the government of the self-proclaimed world-leading response do? They abdicate. The day my brother tested positive, he was told he'd be notified by public health on what to do next. Five days later, still nothing. In fact, the day they finally did call him to contact trace was also the day the announcement came that contact tracing was being abandoned. So a late and, as it turns out, wasted phone call. So what should the government be doing here? Well, firstly, except like every other country in the world has, that Omicron's mild to moderate and has overrun our response plan. In line with that, they need to make positive result isolation periods five days, not ten. Remove all onerous scanning in requirements from businesses, given, you know, there is no contact tracing now anyway. Disband MIQ immediately. Welcome back international visitors and attempt to rebuild our tourism, international education and hospitality sectors. Uh, they've finally got their act together on the rats in terms of letting the private um, sector get hold of that and get it out to people, given they also cocked that up. Uh, But only then, once they've accepted all this and got on with it, then we might be able to address the real issues we're facing at the moment, like our increased cost of living, our debt to GDP, our emaciated labour market, which is concerning at the moment, low productivity, a failing education system, our mental health crisis, housing, the creeping co-governance by stealth, to name a few. And an added bonus, the protesters would go home. Surely that's a win-win. Hawksby.